Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Doctors Running Virtual Roundtable, where we, three doctors of physical therapy, discuss the art and the science to the stuff that we're putting on our feet. Today, on the docket, is the Kinvara 12 from Saucony. This is a new update to one of the, maybe one of the most cult-followed shoes. There's kind of a cult following for the Kinvara. Um, and so here's some quick specs about it. We're going to dive into it a bit. Um, and also talk about some questions we've heard from people online. So um, this shoe, I believe, is coming out and will be available on February 1st. So that's coming up pretty soon. Um, and it's a four millimeter drop, 28 and a half millimeters in the heel, 24.4 millimeters in the forefoot might be a typo on our, uh, on the spec sheet we got, but it's a four millimeter drop. Um, the weight for a men's size nine is 7.5 ounces or 213 grams. And for women size seven, it's 6.5 ounces, uh, 184 grams. The midsole is their power run cushioning, um, which was seen as well in the ride, um, 13. And, uh, let's see, the upper is a pretty, basic mesh upper. So we will dive into the shoe. There's some unique design elements like the split heel. Um, and we're going to talk about where does this fit in the world of kind of these super foams? And is this still a good lightweight trainer? We're going to talk about all that stuff. We're also going to get a comparison between this and the 11, since it's a pretty big update. Um, and that'll be from Matt because I don't know, I forget about you, David, but this is actually my first ever Kinvara experience. So I have nothing to compare it to. I'm coming in with fresh eyes. Um, have you run in it before a, an earlier version? I have. Yeah. It was back when I was living in Chino Hills. So that would have been maybe five years ago. Okay. Or so less, it's been a oh, less than that. So it's probably been like maybe three models ago, okay. roughly three or four so models. Yeah. I'm the only Kinvara virgin coming in on this thing. You guys have both had experience, but we will, we will talk through this, um, through the shoe. All right. So let's start with uh, a comparison from you, Matt. Let's just do that first and just talk about the differences between the 11 and this new guy, the 12. This was a huge shift. And I, I have to say that I have run in every version of the Convara, I believe, except version eight. Um, I was one of those people who, when it first came out, was like, oh, my gosh, this is like so the deity's gift to runners who want like a, a minimalist shoe, but don't want to get their feet beat up all the time. So it's it is great. I've run in this for a long time. I've been upset many, many times. This is more, this direction is very different. I would say the difference between the Convara 11 and the Convara 12, this is very aggressive. This is your, this is not your lightweight trainer. This is your lightweight trainer. I want to go run fast. I want to use this for workouts. I want to consider using this as a long distance racing shoe for some people that don't want a plate. So the design is definitely much more aggressive and on that racer side. So those people who liked it still has plenty of protection, but those people who like the little bit more structure, I don't want to say structure design, but kind of the little more, the shoe that was a little comfortable, more comfortable going slower. This one is not as comfortable going slower. This feels a lot better picking up the pace for me. Um, and I've used this almost exclusively for workouts for that reason. I've done very well with it, despite 
having used plates recently and being able to get back this flexibility felt pretty good for me. So very different. Upper is the same way where it's much more of a snug performance fit. You're not going to get as much flexibility. I know some people were getting excited. We were getting a little bit more room in the Kinvara, especially in the forefoot. It's not that this is narrow, but it's just got a much more performance fit overall. So a different, a very different shoe than previous models and lighter, right? Like most Kinvaras will be around that 7.8-ish and they dropped it in 7.5. So not that much, but... All right, somebody else. And I've yeah. heard rumors that it's it's softened up a little bit from the previous. That they kind of they, they wanted to create something. the The goal was to create something new while going yeah. back to what the people loved about like those early versions. I can definitely say that it is softer. It's it's a weird combination where it feels like it sits closer to the ground, even though stack heights would disagree, if I remember correctly. Um, you guys, twenty eight, twenty four. Yeah, 24. yeah. Um, but it it's certainly, it's, it's still feels soft. We're like, I hit the ground and I've got that nice soft give, but definitely a nice spring back. It's not going to let you settle. You're not going to sink into it. It's going to give you a nice cushion responsive kick where you still get some ground feel. It's a good balance of that. So yes, not as firm as some of the other versions, especially 11, but still fast. Yeah. I was going to say it's a little snappier than I remember. Yeah. Um, relaxed. It's also a little lighter than I remember too. I mean, it was a lightweight trainer before when I ran in it, but this one, I mean, we'll go into all this later, but for me, I really like it for long runs. It's light and it's light on your feet. It's protective and I can, I can get it going a little bit if I need to. Um, but yeah, as far as from my own experience, it's, it's definitely a little bit more responsive than I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. While we're talking about it, let's just round out our conversation on like the feel and the ride to it. Cause we're, we kind of, I don't want to basically redo it again in a little bit. Cause you guys have both said a lot of good things about it. So why don't you round that out? Is there anything else you guys want to say? I can add my, my thoughts too. Um, but anything you guys want to say about it? I, I appreciate this because previous models of the Convara, they could be a little, they, the midsole was, is decoupled enough a lot of times that it did, did land pretty well, but finally adding a nice bevel here and the, the split heel, it really smoothed out the rear foot landings. Uh, Saucony did this intentionally. There is a design. We'll talk about this from a stability standpoint. Um, but yeah, heel, heel contact much smoother toe off also pretty snappy. So a nice, yeah, smoother, but snappier ride. Mm. yeah i agree and it's noticeable too from mm. the outsole and the midsole um when it comes through here down that midline and then same thing right here and down through the center there um i do feel like i go relatively linear when i am landing through it and um i think it's just it's flexible in the right places and rigid in the right places and for being pretty much a bare bones neutral lightweight trainer it's actually pretty stable too Agreed. So I've, I've had a lot of fun in this shoe and I disagree that it's going to be a workout and racing option. Just, just for me, mm -hmm. I, I think like long tempos or, um, or like fast finish long runs, you could probably pull it off. But, um, for me, I can settle in a little bit more in this shoe, but it does like that middle range where I can pick it up a little bit and just float there for a long time. I would say definitely slight up toe is where it shines the most, but I, I, I feel like it loses responsiveness at a certain point. 
Like, I'm not going to take it to the track and I'm not going to, I'm really going to be doing like any road mile repeats or anything like that or intervals. So I think, I don't think I'd reach for it on workout day for me personally, but for like the recreational population, it's got enough protection. I think you could definitely do a marathon in this for sure. Um, I've done several 18 mile runs in it just fine. And yeah. Yeah. I think for me, when it comes to ride, I think the, the word that comes to mind is it's just a very, it feels very natural on the foot. Like it's just, it's got that flexibility through, through the entire, um, the entire sole. So many kind of some small flex grooves, you can just see it throughout the entire outsole. Um, and so it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's trying to do anything to you. But the other thing that there's, that's true about it, um, in addition to, and I think part of the natural feel is also how light it is. So it doesn't feel like there's much going on on your foot. Um, and the other thing that we've experienced with power run, just the, the midsole compound, we've tested at least two shoes, the ride 13 and then the shift, um, endorphin shift with, with that midsole and then the guide. Yep. Which we haven't talked about yet on here, but you know, so I guess three, um, I have not tested the guide yet, but those other two shoes, you know, a lot of people had feedback with the ride that it could, it could go quicker. And then the shift is this kind of maximalist, but performance training shoe. And, um, and I think that's partially due to the power run phone that it has kind of that snappiness to it. And it, and it is responsive. It's not soft. Like you don't feel like you're sinking into anything, but it's, it, it, I'm going to contradict myself. They change the durometer. It's, cush- it's, it's cushioned. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's cushioned, but it doesn't feel like plush, yeah. but right. it's also snappy. Like, so you yeah. get a little bit of both, but it just feels so natural on the foot. And I, you know, it's like, I can't push the pace right now. I've already said it in terms of recovery um, from COVID, but uh, you know, so I've only been able to go mostly slower in this. I've been able to pick up the pace some, but I also, I've enjoyed it like because of that natural feel and how light it is, I've enjoyed it at those slower paces. It hasn't felt clunky. It's just felt like I can just go out and move. Um, it's been good. It's been good. Um, Matt, you touched on fit a little bit about being kind of this performance fit and I'll just, uh, jump on that as well. Like, yeah, this this is, this is not a roomy upper and it's like a non-stretch upper too. It doesn't really have much give to it. Um, and we didn't say this before, but it comes in at $110. So it's on the lower end of these kind of like, uh, I don't know, now that 150, 160 is normal, 110 is cheaper. Um, right. And and so it's, it's, it's just very simple upper. These overlays of the, even the, the stripes and the Saucony kind of logo, um, they do provide some structure to it. And then it's got kind of that same structured uh, toe guard as well as, as the Hurricane 23 did that we just talked about um, recently. But uh, yeah, very simple upper, but it's, it's locked in. And the tongue um, is super secure. It's also, I believe it's also swayed through the whole thing, which just locks it in really well. And it's gusseted. So it, it's just really nice. I think I really enjoyed the fit. Um, yeah. If you looked at my review, I'm pretty sure this is the first shoe that I've put a 10 out of 10 on my upper. Um, it just worked really, really well for me. It locked down in every place I needed it to without being overbearing. Um, the forefoot has just enough toe space uh, in the toe box for toe splay. 
but it's not overly wide. It's not overly narrow, very simple, non-stretch, very light. Doesn't feel like it's trying to play any games or gimmicks. Um, in a lot of ways, this is kind of like what I was hoping a little bit, like when Atreo was doing their minimalist design um, to try and get a very natural feel on the foot. Um, this is kind of like what I was looking for with that. And this is a very, very natural feel. I remember putting this on the day, like day one and just like when the box came and I just was like, I like this. Like I hadn't even run in it yet. And I was just like, this, this, this feels good. So yeah, I really, really like the fit. Very adapt. Like it's just good. It's, it's dialed in. I mean, it's not going to stretch a whole lot. It's not super adaptive. It's like I said, it's not playing any games. It's just, but it's a nice, it's a nice fit throughout. Nice snug overall performance fit. And it looks amazing. Yes. And look at it. I like this colorway. We have some, this, some people, don't <laughs> I, I like this colorway. Good job, Sogany. I definitely agree. I mentioned this earlier. My wife said, yeah, go for it. My, my wife just said, that's the coolest shoe you you have. Wow. We got, that's we what got, she said. So I, we got the non, non-runner like opinion. It's the nicest shoe that I have. Her opinion? In terms of looks. Um, the, uh, again, just reading what they said, that it is a, it's a little snugger fit. Again, another shoe that I, again, no, have not had the lace lock at all. Um, You'll notice, I notice every time I put it on, it's, it's a little snug and then you go to run it and just forget that it's there. It's that comfortable. Heel counter wise in some Convaras, this has been a little problem, but this one is, it's secure, but still a little flexible. There's still plenty of heel collar cushioning. I, I didn't notice it. And yes, I've run in this shoe sockless. I did fine. I had no trouble. So again, another shoe that you can do that with um, if you have a little bit more experience, but yeah, I, I really, the fit was really good. What about, um, okay, so here, here's the, I think this is one of the questions that we should answer is where does, does a shoe like this have a place in a lineup anymore um, in the, in the world of, you know, nitrogen infused or carbon infused and, um, or CO2 infused, like all these new foams that are happening, you know, now you have the freedom coming out, which is going to have um, power and PB in it. Like you have all, all of these things happening with, yeah. Yeah, like you, does this even have a place anymore um, in in footwear? In in, should they keep the Canvara? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm biased, and I think that they should. And my reasoning behind this is because for those people that already have, you know, a Endorphin Pro or you know, the, the freedom is going to, is going to probably throw this for a loop a little bit. We'll have to review that and see, but for those people training in highly cushioned or super, super shoes, variety is key, especially when it comes to like injury prevention, right? You want to have a variety of stimuli to keep yourself strong and, and not to overdo anything. I think this provides a nice break from a lot of the stuff that we're seeing right now and kind of a, a move back to something that that's a little bit more simple, but still can be fast and great. And not a lot of shoes have this kind of flexibility. So people that want like a little bit more natural shoe without it being bare bones and having to crush your feet and get some like good training miles to maybe improve some intrinsic foot strength. I think this is a great option. I think for people who do not do well with carbon plates or some of these new foams that find them too unstable or the plates too stiff, I think this is a great option, right? I don't think not everyone's going to work well with those shoes. Having some options is great. So for those populations, I think this is, this is good for people who want that 
more explosive like feeling or getting used to those foams, that's where something like the Freedom 4 is probably going to come in. And we'll get our review up of that as soon as we get it. But I still think this does have a place just from, you know, variety is key, especially for those of us who are doing many different types of runs. I, this certainly has a place in my rotation, but I am also biased because I love the Kinvara. So take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, well, I'll, and I'm not a Kinvara zealot, and it does have a place in mine as well. <clears throat> and reason being with all, all these, we'll call them like, I don't know, high critical foams, whatever out there. Um, and these carbon plated shoes, we have to keep in mind, they do change your mechanics and they do alter the way that you run. And for better or worse, if you're more efficient, less efficient, more responsiveness, whatever, but you get used to that. This is, this is you doing you. And this is about as natural of a feel as you're going to get from a running shoe, um, especially on the roads. And so for me, it's nice and protective. It's it, like I said, it's me doing me. There's no, it's just a good long run shoe for me. Like I really, really like taking this out for long efforts. It's light on my feet. I forget about it. Um, it's protective enough that I'm not like my legs aren't yelling at me, you know, three quarters of the way through the long run. And it's just a fun shoe and you can turn up the pace a little bit in it if you want to. But I would rather do most of my long runs in this rather than, say, the endorphin speed. However, say you're doing like a Terragot long run or something, you really want to just hit it hard at the end. Well, then now I'm going to go endorphin speed. But if you're looking for just like that nice, pleasurable run ride for a long time that's going to protect you, this is it. I mean, this is a very natural feeling shoe. And... Yeah, it's it's definitely got a place in my lineup, even with all of the new foams and plates and things out there. Yeah, I uh, and the third opinion is from a first time Kinvara, or that's a terrible way to say it. First time in the Kinvara, um, and I I also agree. I think I think there's maybe part of it is feeling like there's some stability, security, and like stability long term. Sorry, not like stability in the shoe. Like there's some stability knowing like the, the reality of EVA. I feel like this shoe is a different take on what I love about the Rincon 2, which has a place in my, my lineup. So like, th but this one is even, even more so um, kind of just like, like David said, just lets your foot do what it wants, lets your body do what it wants. It's non-intrusive, but it's so light. And we know that that's something light and, um, and you know, it locks you down really well. Um, but having a lighter shoe does change the impact on the ground as well. And so it's nice to have something that's so light. That's, that is a flexible option for people who want that flexibility. And since I've been running slow in this, like this, uh, is also very similar to like the razor three cloak for me. Um, not in necessarily feel like there's, you know, more bounce from, you know, hyperburst, but in terms of utility, we're like, I can take the cloak out for anything. If I'm feeling beat up, I can go jog around in it. If I want to go work out, I can go try to run fast in it. Same thing with, with this. It has that kind of utility for me, which leads me to my last question before Matt gives us the, if this shoe were a blank, I hope he's thought of it by now. Um, what would it be? But my last question for you guys is traction of, you know, it's very minimal uh, coverage. Um, not a lot of rubber. You got a little bit in the posterior lateral heel, a little bit in the area for toe off. What do you guys think of traction? That kind of thing. 
I actually thought it was pretty decent. Like it, I think because it's a little softer, if you do kind of a durometer on there and you just push on it, it pushes into those grooves when you're on the road. And so it actually has a little bit more stickiness to the actual road surface than I thought it would. Um, it feels pretty good overall. I do like that they have some rubber outsole there. I think it's a little bit more protective on the landing there. And then same with the toe off. I think that tiny little bit of rigidity there helps a little bit. Like I can feel it when I land and I pull off the ground and I'm towing off. I, I can feel that little bit and, it, and in a positive way. And I, I think overall the traction is pretty decent. Now, would I go taking it out in a bunch of trails and doing stuff like that? Probably not. Um, I've taken it in some, but not like <laughs> nothing, nothing technical. Like, I mean, we're talking like coastal bluff trails on this one. I haven't, right. For those that don't know, I did take the endorphin speed through like a technical downhill before, <laughs> but <laughs> this one I didn't, I didn't do that. Awesome. I would definitely agree that for, for road traction is, is, is great. I think the softness and especially these grooves do a great job of gripping. I, I wouldn't take it for, for trail. There have been previous versions of the Kinvara that I actually did like for trail, the way the triangle lugs are set up. And they obviously, they don't have any more triangles really here, but for road, this is great. Like the kind of the way this flexes seems to, especially through the four foot grips really nicely. So I found it pretty decent. Um, I did take this over wet ground and was fine, but for anything aggressive trail wise, I would not do this. The exposed EVA would probably cause problems, but this is probably one of the few Convaras that I've been very impressed with the durability so far. Cause normally I can, I will kill these things, but we're doing pretty good. And I think I've got 60, 70 miles on this. So we're okay. Speaking of that, we're, we're yeah. going to try to bring at least one of you guys, if not both bringing it to 150 uh, and we'll put out a, a durability review on this um, for you guys. So you guys can keep an eye out for that. Uh, only thing I'll add is uh, for my snowy runs, <laughs> I wouldn't use it for my snowy runs if I had any other option. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but Anything? I had to say it. Yeah, I had to say it. Road, don't do it. Yeah, I did like the Triumph for my snowy runs. Really? I'll say that. Mm -hmm. I usually don't, I mean, I usually run in trainers. I don't have like a specific, I don't put on any sort of like yak tracker. There's kind of like, you know, you can, some of us will like put screws into our shoes to, for like the really icy days. Um, um, but yeah, I, I've been good with the Triumphs. I usually yeah. just plow, just pound through it. It's fine. It's funny being from Southern California. That's one of the things that I know people do and I see people do it. And I'm just like, how do you like, you just, you just put a screw like in your, like <laughs> if I grew up somewhere else, like I'm sure like it'd be like a totally normal thing and I'm not looking at it. Like it's some outlandish thing, but right. it makes sense. Yeah, we're in Portland where we don't get a lot of snow, but we get a ton of ice every single year. The first time I was like a runner and we had an ice storm. I just put track spikes on and went for a run. And I was like, that was the only thing I could get up the, the stinking hill that I live at the bottom of because every other shoe, I could not get up the hill. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm putting on track spikes and ran That's eight a dangerous track spikes. And that was, I was so sore, but at least I got to go for a run. Then you figure out, oh, I'm going to put this. Amazing. 
Because the salt oh. plate itself, wouldn't that just slide out like crazy? It wasn't great, but it was better than the alternatives, and I hadn't thought about putting screws in my shoes. I was not an educated individual at that time. Before I forget, we're planning on doing a series on, on some uh, more like rehabilitation and um, pathoanatomy, pathophysiology, um, biomechanics, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we're trying to convince Bach... Um, who does all of our media stuff to maybe come on. So if you could, in the comments, give your encouragement to Bach. Tell him it's okay to show his face. Says he likes to be in the background. Calling him out, though. We want him. We want him. Say, everybody tell him that you want Bach. He's super um, fun anyway, to have on. It's, it's, we need to help us convince him to come he's, on. He's hilarious. And if, he's just a very kind, very, he's, he's very clever. He's funny. And if you call him Roko, he might be more likely to come on. Anyway, let's let's wrap this up, Matt. What's our question? So, if this shoe was a type of coffee, what would it be? Can you repeat that? Yeah. If this shoe was (laughs) a type of if this shoe was a type of coffee, what would it be? So you could either do a different like like (laughs) beans. You can say it's a frappuccino. It doesn't matter. I'm getting like a wide range here. If this was a, a type of coffee, yeah, I drink so much coffee. That's literally all I think about right now. What would it be? Yes. No, I, I love the question. I don't drink any coffee. Oh, I, I but drink I a do lot know, of coffee. I do How know some do things you? about coffee. Okay. I was having I heart issues children. earlier in the year I've and had, I was and still drinking children. coffee. <laughs> Even like it's just straight drip coffee to me. Yeah. I mean, this is about as natural as it gets. You just put the hot water through it. You take it out. You get your cup and you drink it. <laughs> black. All right. It's a straight black. Yeah. Straight black coffee. From so drip. drip. Doesn't have to be. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess I would be a technical. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I use my coffee great. pot every morning. That coffee. Shout out to Light Roast. Matt, you go. No, Nathan, I want to hear from you first. You can say tea to I am thinking. I'm thinking of my answer still. Okay, got it. Let me think about it. I might be inspired by your answer. I would, for me, this is going to sound a little complex. So normally I drink concentrated cold brew straight. I, I just like that. I'm the same person who in PT school would would take military grade uh, chewing uh, caffeinated chewing gum and did great. And I had way more than I should have. I used to take, for those of you who know, Cliff shot, uh, they have Cliff shot gels with the hundred milligrams. I used to just take those throughout the day because, hey, whatever keeps you awake. Um, so normally I drink cold brew concentrate in large quantities. Uh, yes, I have arrhythmias and panic attacks, but that's okay. I would say this is a, this is how you're supposed to drink cold brew, right? You're supposed to not have it concentrated. It's a little bit, you know, you put a little water in there. It's the more natural way of doing things, but there's still definitely a little kick here. And that's, that's what I like about this shoe is it's, it's more natural, but I can, there's, there's, there's a kick and I, I like it. It's not That's a great. great. I think what we learned from this is we need to. I think we might have to have an intervention with Matt about his coffee habits. Might have to have an intervention. Caffeine. With caffeine. Um, not coffee habits. Yeah. Caffeine habits. Caffeine I, habits. Let's actually, love an intervention. Then. 
I come from a household. Now that I think about it, when I was going through PT school, I would use run gum on occasion when I was yeah, studying see? to try and stay out. I didn't so, do caffeine so through PT school. Yeah, it wasn't military grade stuff, yeah, but it, it was see, a little something. The military grade gum actually didn't happen till fellowship. To be fair, I was I was in the 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 cliff shot hundred milligram caffeine in PT school, and then residency I was okay. I wasn't drinking coffee, and then fellowship it was like I need military grade gum. <laughs> Amazing. I uh, I have my answer, I guess. Um, it's going to be hmm. This is what it feels like when yeah. you ask me like if this was an NFL team, which sports question would this be? Yeah. The, I think my answer is going to be um, a pumpkin spice latte. And <laughs> my, the reason I'm going to say it is not because of the, the like the flavor of it or whatever, but okay. because I can't run in this right now, it's a seasonal drink. I'm not going to run in this in the snow. Um, but it's, it's, it's been a thing for, you know, pumpkin spice lattes have been a thing and it's got the cult following too. Like people love when pumpkin spice lattes come back. And, um, and they have their favorites. Like, I like my pumpkin spice latte from wherever. Starbucks or your local place. You know, like here there's, you know, Ruby Coffee. You know, like, oh, that's the one that, that's the one I drink. And some people like the Kinvara too. Some people like the original. Some people like the whatever. I'm just saying numbers because I don't know Kinvara that well. <laughs> Forgive me. But so it's, it's more the cult following of the seasonal drink than the actual drink itself. Sounds good. Have you ever seen a family feud when like you have like the people down the line and they're like, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Not a terrible answer. That was, they didn't no, say, no, it's actually an answer. I thought that was, you gave your reasoning. I was, I was very upset initially, but then I was like, okay, okay. I got that was good reasoning. Yeah. Maybe there's a better, maybe there's this, another drink that follows my same logic. That would be better than pumpkin spice latte. In which case, drop it in the the whatever in the comments below. Latte, all right. Don't have uh, thank you all. <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I don't do, have anything on any sort of regular basis that has caffeine in it. That's probably good. I never okay. have. Anyway, didn't yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you guys have more questions about the Kinvara, don't be 12. Don't be afraid to drop it below. Um, thanks to Saucony for sending this over to us for test. Um, we will continue to be producing more reviews, obviously, from Saucony as they send us more uh, things that they want us to test, like the Freedom 4 and a couple other things coming down the pipeline, um, as well as all... Uh, all of the other brands out there. If there's anything, again, that you have questions about, drop below. If there's anything you want us to test, drop it below. We'll do what we can to get it done. If you have any other topics that you want us to cover, drop it below. That would be great. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and the podcast. And also um, check out our website at drsfrenny.com, our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. And that should be everything. <laughs> Also, please message below (laughs) about getting Bach to come on, please. Yeah, get Bach on here.